Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Child. What I do? <laughs> <laughs> the Velveteen Rabbit is my best friend. <laughs> Craig, seriously, let them do the intro. They just did, and then we go. <laughs> oh, okay. And Are you already recording? I'm recording this. Oh, That's God, a God, terrible God. intro. It's not a terrible intro. <laughs> yes, it was.
<laughs> How's it going, everybody? This is the Nintendo Voice Chat Podcast. I've written down here it's episode 79, but when I made the file, it says it was 80, so I don't know what episode we're on. Uh, my name is Craig Harris. I'm your host, and I'm here with a bunch of people. Uh, per Schneider's here with us. Hello. <laughs> you speak like 17 different languages, and that's the accent you come out with? I'm sorry. Uh, we got Sam uh, Claiborne. What, what, everybody? Well, there you go. We got uh, Scott Bromley. Craig Bay, spike in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why we're making fun of the British here is because we had Martin uh, Robinson here from the UK. I'm not even going to try and do a British accent. Oh, so happy. It's it terrible. Is. That's my voice. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, this is our first podcast back from E3, and uh, apparently Nintendo had a... Really awesome showing. In mm -hmm. fact, Sam, you should be hosting this thing because you're the only one that didn't go. Yeah, I, I, I saw every game there because I uploaded all the screenshots. So. <laughs> you uploaded the screenshots, you watched all the movies. Yeah. But I crossed my eyes to get the 3D effect every time I got did two they, screens did, next to each other. Did they put the, the screenshots together for you so that you could do that? Oh, they should have. Yeah. That'd be nice to do on our site. Just That'd do side-by-side yeah. side photos you can cross. Hey, let's just get this out of the way. They, uh, Nintendo won the show, didn't they? Oh, yes. yeah. Without, without a doubt. Yeah. I already did that on the video feature that we had. I, I watched some video, and it wasn't clear who won the show, but I yeah. think uh, between us five, I think... Uh, Oh, hands well, I was on the video, right? and Damon said, who do you think won the show? And I said, Nintendo without a doubt. He's like, really? And I said, you yeah. got that? You got Zelda's Kirby. You got a 3DS. So I think a bunch of people were disappointed with the, with the Zelda showing because it didn't work. You know, there, there are other reasons why they may have been disappointed, but it didn't work during the presentation. So I think a lot of people are like, eh, this press conference mm -hmm. sucks, and maybe they tuned out. But, I mean, I was there for the whole thing, yeah. as were you, and I thought, compared to all the other press conferences, this one was Paced perfectly, like you didn't you didn't get bored, and they just had so many like fun little moments and surprises. Did you with guys lean really forward cool. with your fists out? No, actually, we no one has to do that. But no, without a doubt, Nintendo. This was Nintendo's best press conference, yeah. I think, in like ten years. The Zelda thing was a huge shame because obviously everyone's been getting so pumped for the new Zelda game right. for the past few years, and so when it came out to do it in a bit, it was a bit of a damp squib and everything. It might not have been the Zelda game people were hoping for, but after that, it was just like win after win after win after win. But wasn't conference. that awesome though? Like when they did the press conference, like the first thing they did. Here's Zelda. Yeah. It was like, that was, yeah, I, I thought really they were cool. going to wait until like halfway through, but yeah. no, it was like the first no. five minutes. Yes. It was great how they skipped the Vitality Sensor yeah. entirely. Too. We were all making called fun of it. that going up. Totally called wait, it. Wait, wait. On that note, can I take a bow? Because every week I've been on here, I'm always like, they're going to bring out Kid Icarus. They're going to bring out Kid Icarus. And you're like, no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you yeah. have. Thank you. Yeah, but, well, you, but were the, you were the one years. that said you were the one that said the Vitality Sensor was going to be working for Wii Party. So. I say a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so it I'm sorry. You plus one, minus one, you're back to zero, buddy. Uh, well, <laughs> Kid Icarus didn't happen. Dude, it turned out that Wii Party was actually did. a party game. Yeah, and it looked really generic. Uh, I thought that was actually one of the weakest spots of the whole conference. They didn't focus too much on Wii Party. That. Yeah. They, they, and that's the, all we need to say about it. Yeah. But the thing is, even with their trailer that they cut together, it was all Japanese footage, so they haven't even like considered when it's coming out in the U.S. yet. Yeah, it looked. I mean, it's exactly it what you would like expect. A, a Wii Sports Island, like like Pilot Wings, like mm -hmm. they both have that island. Well, that's the thing. Last year, uh, Miyamoto said that was the idea with Wii Sports Resort. They wanted to kind of create this island that all these Wii, um, if, you know, all experiences happen. So yeah, Pilot like, Wings was. We didn't know about it till after the the presentation. We're too, jumping right? all over the place now. Yeah, we all got. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It was like, there's so much. To talk. It was so fun. Like, there was, was a, the last, there was the a lot week. to talk about, yeah. but uh, but yeah, the 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 big thing they started out with at the press conference was the the Zelda thing, and mm -hmm. obviously they had some technical difficulties. And you got to feel bad when Shigeru Miyamoto's up oh, there man. sweating. He like, always come goes. On. You know, he's the, the the number one underdog. You know, <laughs> if you if you rewatch it, he'll like he'll like swing the sword, and it will not ever do what he does, and he always goes are. <laughs> After every swipe, and then he's like, mm, "Took me a while." And then, are it? Every time. What does um, are it mean? It's like what? 
Oh, like he was com- he was genuinely surprised that nothing was working. Yeah, I talked yeah. To, I talked to um, uh, Anuma and Miyamoto about that, and mm-hmm. it, it was pretty much just they they I mean they rehearsed this over and over and over again the day before and even the day before that, um, and they didn't take into account that you know there's going to be a crowd of people with cameras and um, uh, infrared lights. And they, made, right. they made the Apple jokes too, which <laughs> I thought was really funny. Right, that no, that never happens that there are people with cameras and right, but that, that's the idea because even last year when I was doing the video feature for Wii Sports Resort, I noticed that when I was playing Swordplay, it was getting all screwed up. And they're using the same tech- technology that they use mm. for Wii Sports Resort in uh, Legend of Zelda. But you, you guys were playing Wii games on the floor, and they were fine. Though. Yeah, they were fine. Yeah, they were fine. There yeah, was no problems it, on the floor at all. It, was going, it, it worked beautifully. Yeah, it, 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 there was it, nothing it wrong like with the final product. Work. It was just so demonstrating it to a, a room full of like yeah. thousands of infrared lights that are going to throw off that centering thing for mm-hmm. the... So I, I'm actually not that that super positive on on Zelda yet uh, as you know we've I'm seen a, just a little drop of the Well whole but game, you know, I'm a huge Zelda fan I was I was expecting two things I was expecting the sword controls to work really well they work they work fairly well from what I've played and I don't know if it's going to work better at home It's kind of weird how he's always pointing off the yeah. word like <laughs> the title of the game Well yeah it's, <laughs> I think they picked the picked the name after they noticed yeah. that yeah, like I was <laughs> like why is Link doing that <laughs> But <laughs> I did I did you know like swinging sideways and doing some moves I did notice that it sometimes dropped some mm-hmm. of my moves and it wasn't completely accurate or I I'd move my my hand maybe down a little bit and he, and he would swing so it's stuff that you've seen in other games. You've encountered in Wii Sports Resort, despite Motion Plus. It's yep. going to happen in, in this game, too. So you're not going to play it and go, it's 100% act, um, accurate on the, all the time. But the other thing I thought, the demo area's presentation was a little bad. Yeah. Like, it was so pastel. Yeah, and like, mushrooms. And there's a lava area, though, right? Yeah, it's like if you put it next to Twilight okay. Princess, you're not going to go, wow, this one is so much more impressive. Yeah. That was the one thing Have that Have you seen that one really? screenshot that's an exterior of where Death Mountain is in the distance? Yep. Yeah. And the trees so, in it? That. That is amazing. So I have no doubts. Like it's like if you only show the first island from Wind Waker or the Kokiri Forest or whatever from mm-hmm. from past games, it's it's you know I feel like this is that area. It's kind or of like less. the least impressive area. So. Well, no, the, it's not that what we played at E3 is not going to be in the game. They yeah. basically created a sandbox for us to test out mm-hmm. like a boss battle mm-hmm. and you know just certain exploration. There was no puzzles. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things I said. Hey, what what did you want to put in this demo? Uh, that you just couldn't, you didn't have time, or you know whatever. I saw one and one of them was like puzzles. Yeah, they yeah. did not have any sort of like pushing puzzles or anything like that. They did so. have the eye, the hyp- hypnotizing the yeah, eye. That's thing, not much of a puzzle, yeah. though. It's in, cool. In your interview, didn't they say that? Um... Oh, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, there were there were there were a bunch of cool things. I loved like fighting the Stalfos knight, you know, the skeleton guy. Yeah, and and, and the the idea of looking at your enemies and and deciding how to attack those enemies, I think, is pretty cool. Where the the plant, I always forget what those names of the plant. Baba. Yeah. yeah. So they have they can open their mouths vertically or horizontally, and you got to slice where their mouth is actually open. Yep. Uh, one of the boss battles was this uh, um, scorpion guy that had, mm-hmm. had you know claws that once some were vertical, some were horizontal, and you needed to make sure. And one of them, like the eye, you had to stab. So yep. um, so there's some smart stuff going on there but I mean I agree with you I was like yeah this is a cool Zelda game but you know and people are like why didn't you nominate this for game of the show it's like because it really wasn't doing anything special well I think the mechanics like really really cool and it works I think it's proven to work with a few little dips here and there but like the biggest problem is in the few years we've had since Twilight Princess Mario Galaxy came along Mm -hmm. and showed that Nintendo can take their like their most treasured franchises and turn them into this beautiful thing turn them upside down turn them on their head and the Zelda rule set's a bit more concrete than that. Yeah. Got, I'm not sure if they can do that with Zelda. We've obviously got to see a lot more of it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, it, that's all, all we saw was a sandbox yeah. of concepts mm-hmm. that they Which wanted to Which means it might not come out for another three years. Uh, well, they did say 2011. We, we were working on this thing really hard. It was yeah. cool they showed all the items. 
You know, like all the tools. And they, I no, think there's some they, blank spots. No, I know that, but I'm just saying they showed a lot, and they made kind of a big deal about that, about how like we're showing you this many stuff this yeah. time. Just yeah. Beetle. Um, but the beetle was I thought really cool, and like I re- I did that preview, or I mean I did a feature on um like what if Zelda stuff, yeah. mm. and one of them was bringing back the fairy thing. It's like it could be anything, but you could fly it around with the motion plus, and that was spot on. Here's yeah. the funny thing about like that beetle. Shoe. Yeah. Last year, I played uh, Avatar, the James Cameron's Avatar on the Wii, and that was one. Of, that was the Wii Motion Plus feature that they put in. You had the ability to target, like the, they had these hives, and you target the hive, and then you can control a little bug and fly mm-hmm. him around. It was exactly Whoa, the same. Weird. It was exactly the same. And when I saw that, I'm thinking, like, I played that last year <laughs> on Avatar, yep. and that was a very meh kind of game. So it was very spell, man. Yeah. yeah, but you can see the. I mean, I walked away from the demo after the conference. I played it by myself. I played through all the areas. I realized that it did work, unlike in the press conference. And I walked away going like, oh, that's going to be cool. They're going to have so many awesome puzzles around the, the motion control oh, yeah. and the pointing. I have no doubt yeah. that this game's going to come out really well. But in, in terms of like an E3 demo, mm-hmm. it yeah. wowing you, and all the stuff that Nintendo was already showing, I'd say Zelda was kind of the, the more of the... But there was another Zelda there flat. that would definitely get a 10. Because it, <laughs> it did. But yeah, because it felt it felt a little safe on the <laughs> yeah, presentation it was, too. Totally. Like that's where like you see the Kirby game and you're like, that's awesome. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. they they created they married the presentation and the gameplay style. Whereas with Zelda, it just felt like still like Twilight Le- Princess with and and leading into the Kirby. Stuff. That was one of the and Craig Wade. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I pause every time you want to do no, that? No, okay. no. Okay. Um, but yeah, Kirby was in in terms of visual style amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they they and it was funny. I think I went on some fan site. And they noticed that it was inspired by a commercial they did for the original NES game. <laughs> you know, they did a commercial in Japan that had that string thing. That's so that awesome. was kind of the well, influence really? for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. You can find it on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, but uh, the the visual style is amazing with all the yarn. Everything's made out of yarn. You you kill enemies and they yeah. explode into little strings. And but in terms of gameplay, yeah, um, it could be a little boring. It was a it was a little I don't know. It looks slow. I really? don't know. I, I thought it was cool. I had just, fun playing just, that game. It was yeah. fun, but inter- fun it wasn't it. doing too much different. In a platformer, and in fact, it wasn't doing Kirby mechanics. You were probably, yeah, you know, like you can't inhale. But see, the- to me, that was that was what was unique and surprising about it is that they changed it so much that it's all about more about transforming into things that feel very different. You know, like driving the tank feels very different from flying Kirby around. Whereas, you know, the past games you get these powers and it doesn't really truly like Kirby always feels like Kirby. He just has these new attacks. Yeah, I, I thought it, that was cool. It's I a nice that. little spinoff, I yeah. think. And uh, but but. I just wasn't wowed by the gameplay simply because it was just doing normal mm-hmm. platformer stuff. So and you guys were able to play that one on the floor. Then. Yes, yeah. I, I think the cool. It it looked, it, I thought it looked incredible, but I didn't actually yeah. get. A and the coolest, the, the coolest mechanic I thought was you know you could rip the fabric and kind of go underneath the plant, and yep. you, you you're mm-hmm. a little uh, bulge oh, underneath the fabric, uh-huh. so you can see where you're going and stuff. That was Adorable. the stuff I liked, like the zippers and the pulling the the creases together yeah. and all that was really cool. Like that. Well, I'm just wondering what kind of challenge it can offer. You I know, think like it'll be easy. Yeah. I think it'll. It's yeah. a. It's definitely a beginner's game. So. Yeah. And it's got a co-op. Uh, when I see style in. like that, I want like a Yoshi's Island like hardcore game with a beautiful style. But you're gonna get. Well, Yoshi's you're gonna get Yoshi's Story, story which story takes you two seconds to get through. Yeah, but yeah. it still it was a beautiful. My kids style love it. Yoshi's Story. Yep. I was not. I mean, that's I, why I, I was totally. I, I love the style of Story's Yoshi's like Story. Story's like a one though. Yeah, I love the style of Story, and that's why when they showed Epic Yarn during the press conference, I'm like. Holy s! It's mm-hmm. it's got the Yoshi Story style. This but but what, what did love. you think of the gameplay of Yoshi Story? Oh, you blow through it in a half hour. Yeah, right. So that's the thing. It's like I would, I love quite. the style, but the gameplay itself, and I'm worried that Kirby's going to be the same way. Mm. But then Sakurai is the one that's Possibly. working on this thing, right? I, just, yeah. I think it's definitely a character that is for a younger audience. So I'm not going to say that's not appropriate. Like you know, we grew up and 
playing Kirby games now, I think we do have to realize that maybe for a different audience. So wait, if they can balance it and, and let us crank up the difficulty, great. But Wait, yeah. Per, you're saying that a cartoon green dinosaur and a little <laughs> pink circle with a smiley face on it is aimed for little children? Uh-huh. Surely you jest. Yeah, but Kirby's cool. naked. Uh, ooh. Oh, that's true. Edgy, He's made really from edgy. yarn. But you know what wasn't aimed for little kids? Yeah. The 3DS. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was the that. game of the... I mean, yeah. that was the thing of the show. The thing and of un- the Unfortunately, show. when we did our, our awards, there was no thing of the show. It was all yeah. game of the show. And if there was a thing of the show, I would have given to 3DS. I think it was. I mean, I think, I think the show will be remembered for introducing uh, the yeah. 3DS. Yeah. Mind-blowing. And and at a 3D conference, a well, 3D here's, focus conference. Here's that the, was so much better than But here's the question. So you were you were sitting at home watching mm-hmm. our presentations and, and just basically kind of reading our write-ups of what it could be or what it is. Yeah, I have no idea what, what it looks like. In, you're saying is it incredible? I mean, like, what's the what's the viewer perspective? I'm so excited about Ocarina of Time being remade. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so nice. I and know. that was the one thing that like was not even... He doesn't yeah. have the pointy nose. Yeah. Like, there's textures on, on everything that are so much improved. Oh, it's widescreen. Yeah, there's gonna be new. Are there gonna be new but yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can find that new temples and stuff in there. Well, they're gonna they're gonna um, remix it. The, yeah. the, that's the what, that was the funny thing because the press the press kit went up online mm-hmm. before they even announced that Ocarina of Time yeah, was even being made. Yeah, we got those screens up right away. Yeah, where, where they didn't coming from. They didn't announce it until the 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 uh, developer roundtable the night after the press huh. conference. Mm-hmm. So we were uh, it wasn't even playable at the it. show thing. Yeah. They, but but when we went to the developer thing, they had a, all a bunch of systems that had that. Um, it was just an intro. It was the intro with the title screen. That was it. Was all, after the show, it was just insane because obviously we just all had our minds blank by the 3DS. Yeah. And everyone's running around and like, all these whispers going around. <laughs> oh my God, have you heard? Like, Ocarina of Time's coming out. There's a pilot yeah. wings game. Oh my God. Yeah, pilot wings. It's Star Fox. I actually, yeah, I, I played all the demos and I, I see Metal Gear, I see yeah. Star yeah. Fox, and I'm getting confused that there's all these different games. But I go back to my computer and I look at the press release and they're announcing like 20 other games. Oh, yeah. It's like. What happened? And yeah, we're, we're all sitting in front of a list of the games. It's just huge. It's just, just and a was, mouth of stuff. And there's a little Final out. Fantasy, and there's yeah. a little, like yeah. one of well, that each was the giant franchise. So basically, ten, ten Professor Layton games. So basically, yeah. at E3, they had the press conference on on the Tuesday uh, from nine to eleven, but the press conference ended at ten thirty. And it's like, oh, and now Reggie became the pimp, and he's like, hey, you have to be able to play this thing. So they, he brought it. Look was at like, all these it was, it was pretty much deal or no deal at this point. He was bringing out the babes, and, and like they all had a, their own version of the uh, of the Nintendo D, uh, 3DS yeah. so that people could play. And then after, at, the after the thing ended, we got led into like this VIP room where we could play, but you know where, the, where everyone else could. The champagne had, room? Yeah. <laughs> pretty- after the Microsoft <laughs> conference the day before, I think a few people were reaching under their tape, under their chairs when he said, oh, and we, I want you yeah, to yeah. all play through. Yes, I'm like, oh, really, really? Let's get one. <laughs> yeah, because after the the MS conference too, everybody's like, "Oh, we're getting free consoles this year." No, but it was really nice to see. I hope we were hoping we get our own uh, model at that point. You know, you getting the free Xbox <laughs> yeah. uh, Slim, but no, yep. she'll chance. live on Doritos and beef jerky. But yeah. for people who weren't following along <laughs> with the press conference and don't even know what this thing is, the, the Nintendo 3DS is pretty much the advancement of the of the Nintendo DS. Yeah. They've added so much to the system itself, but they didn't announce anything. You know, like what the system can do. Um, the the biggest element, of course, is the fact that it has an LCD screen that you you get 3D, you get depth, but you don't need glasses. No glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And and adjustable and slider. It, you can just turn it off if you want. And most important, it works. It works. It works. 
Like, I, that's the one thing that everyone was running back from the floor to yeah. to our little room going, holy ass, yeah. holy F, it worked! Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> think like in a bright environment it might not work as well? Well, that, uh, I don't know what brightness would have anything to do with the yeah, fact that... You it, don't think like being in just a room with normal... No. They have I don't know, I was rooms. on the show we floor with strobe rooms. lights. Yeah. It was working fine. It has nothing to do with the lighting of the environment. It's just all about what that, that parallax mm-hmm. um, lens over the thing that, that combines two, two um, LCDs together. One's going to... The view of one is going to one eye, the view of the other is going to the other, and then your brain just goes, hey, it's death. The, the, I mean, the basic gist of the 3DS is that when Nintendo introduced the DS, they were the game in town, and they needed to fortify themselves against you know the PSP and, and whatnot coming up, and they wanted to be the one handheld console out there that people would, would buy, and so they made it cheap, made sure it was mass market, introduced new touchscreen, cool stuff, new ways of playing. Now they're out there, and they're looking at the iPhone, and they're looking at the yep. PSP, both mm-hmm. which are very powerful units, and they seem to have added every single feature ever into yeah. the 3DS. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. I am when you look at the graphics, yeah. it's great. I, mean, I am absolutely really convinced. I'm yeah. absolutely convinced that the 3D portion of the 3DS was added the last minute. <laughs> like, I'm seriously, you look at the system itself, and it's a widescreen on top, touchscreen on the bottom. It's got the analog sliders. It's got all this stuff. It's got PSP-style graphics, yeah. uh, maybe even more than that. Uh, so they basically wanted to upgrade the DS to something meatier and and uh, with more power and backward compatible, but they needed that one hook. And I have a feeling that Sharp said, "Hey, but we got this 3D screen that you can you do now." I wonder. It just looks too good. This this seems like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know the R and D was really long on that thing, and they tried to do 3D before in the past. Plus, as the dual cameras for the 3D it, pictures built they, in. You know, it's not like somebody put out a phone that has no, this but tech in it. And knowing like Nintendo. It, it's, but knowing Nintendo, how they... I mean, back in the, the Nintendo DS days, the DS was not going to be two screens originally. Mm-hmm. If you, any developer tells you, they look at the hardware itself and like there mm-hmm. was like no memory allocated to the, the secondary screen like as if they... They they added that at the last second, and when you know when they did announce the DS, the t- the actual dev kits only had one screen, and it mm. wasn't a touch screen. And it's right. like it's one of those things that I think that the 3DS, as cool as it is, I think it was they needed that one hook, and the three the 3D part of it was the last. It's screen. possible that it was added later, yeah, but like because they talked about motion controls and stuff beforehand too. Well, that's the, and that's which the, the 3DS has that too. to me yeah. is ind- indicative of my my hypothesis because if you're playing motion control, you're going to screw up the 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 view of the 3D because uh-huh. you're tilting your system. Gotcha. And now you're screwing up how that screen works. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on. It's possible. Yeah. What were you, what were you going to say, Martin? I was going to say because it's a hell of a hook because that 3D thing is just... Um, it's taken basically what would just be an awesome handheld into something, as you said, that's going to... It should, by rights, oust the iPhone as like the must-have gadget. Yeah. Because it's going to wow. become... When it comes out, it's going to become my main media player because I want to watch 3D movies on the go. That, yeah. That's the other that thing. Is the 3D cool movies thing. look cool. Huh? Yeah, they, they were showing three trailers. One of uh, is the, How to train the, Guardi- is the Guardians of the Legend, or the Legend of the Guardians with the owls. How to and they train had, the Are they using hangled. cartridges? What's um, going on? It's uh, cartridges, but and they, the cartridges can have as much as two gigabytes. <coughs> um but they weren't talking about media storage or how much. That, and that's the, I mean, I think that's that maybe it's Achilles heel is that, you know, the iPhone has the App Store and yeah. the App and Store has everything. And what has been saying, he's gone on saying about, because um, obviously the uh, DS shop and everything has been a bit, it's 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 a bit half-assed. It, it doesn't sucks. work that it way. It makes it hard it to buy <laughs> stuff, seriously. I mean, and it makes just, it difficult. Yeah, it's a real headache to use. I like, I'd love to use it more often, but I just can't be bothered with it, basically. Yeah. It's too much hassle. Mm-hmm. And they don't even promote anything. And they send out a press release a week. Yeah, they've learned their lessons from it. And they said, so uh, it used to be, the old system used to be like the pool system where you yep. just have to go in and re-look for it. And now the 3DS is going to have this push system. 
where it's going to actually push content towards you. Exactly. Say this is the cool stuff and actually deliver stuff while while it's sleeping, while it's in your pocket. But the, the but the problem is you you the system to do that you need to have it all set up for your your home networking or wherever it's sitting. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't have, as far as I know, the the 3G capabilities like the you know the Nook or the the Kindle. That would that would be somewhere to get pers- uh, persistently online. But it doesn't look like it has that. And you know I, they're going to uh, market a cradle for this if that's going to be something they're building. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. I, the one thing they need to get right is media storage and the ease of usage. It can't be as complicated as, you know, using the SD cards on the Wii where you can copy things. And, like, it's just – it's got to be simple turnkey for general consumers to be able to download a movie or play it back. I do like the idea of the bark mode being uh, a part of the firmware and not a part of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, because bark mode – I mean, it's a very Japanese thing. You, mm-hmm. you, you set your games up to uh, – know to connect to other people as you're walking around and this the systems kind of network together if this this the bark mode in, in Nintendo dogs is the is the start of it so you set your system to bark mode and then you walk around other people that have their system set to mark bark mode can connect to your system it's all automatic you know and it sends the data from one system to the other and then when you get home you open up oh hey I connected to somebody yep. the problem is I have to have my system set to, to I have to have a Nintendo dogs in it Plus and set cats. the bark mode and then uh, you have to have yours to Nintendo Dogs and plus set the cast mode. We're talking about the original DS. I'm just talking about plus cats. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the plus cats later. But uh, other Good. other companies are, they use the bark mode for like uh, the world's not uh, the world's not enough. Plus uh, cats. Plus cats. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me turn this podcast around. He's already getting irate. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, I think Dragon Quest Nine has the tag mode, which is still using bark mode. But again, it's very system sp- or game specific. Now it's part of the firmware, so if you're playing a game that supports the bark mode, it doesn't matter which game is in the system. It just you close it and you can walk around, that's and it great. just sends the data to it. And then you open up the game and you got all this data. That's awesome. I think that's pretty cool. So I mean, just it, it, like w- when I first looked at the 3DS, you know, first of all, you're dazzled by the 3D effect, which I thought was amazing. But then you, you start looking around on the unit, you're like, yeah. huh, two camera lenses. <laughs> and then you take a picture and the 3D actually works in the photo as you're, we've tried yeah, out. Well, yeah, like, that was the first thing. And someone said, hey, you want to play the camera? And so I said, okay, pair, pose. And he like stuck his hand out. I took a photo. It was perfect. Like the, It looked like his hand was coming through the screen. Mm-hmm. Really? It was amazing. Yeah. Can you move it at all? Can you get a little bit of angle? Uh, well, I mean, it, you get the video feed as you're taking the picture. So, so the screen becomes the viewfinder. Oh, wow. So you can see it. 3D right before you even take the picture. So they can do augmented reality. Yeah, stuff they did. They oh, showed yeah. us that. Uh-huh. Like they showed us everything. Basically, yeah. you can imagine. You're like you pointed the camera at a table, and then you uh, oh, yeah, there was a little question mark card, and you would shoot like a yeah, a, it was 3D shooter a projectile at the table, <laughs> and the table would get deformed in real yeah. life. Like the table you're oh, looking at would man, go like. Yeah, that was that was yeah. the demo. So you had like this card that had a question block from Mario, and it was be, it would be looking for that. Mm-hmm. And then when when it says okay, take a picture of that, or you know have the camera pointing at that, and it's oh you're a little too close. Make sure you're inches. Now the thing is, since it's a 3D camera, it can triangulate how the distance from yeah, what so it, it is. And exactly it. Right so it's like, right. as I'm pulling back, it's like, oh, to 16 inches, 17 inches, 18 huh. inches. It's like, I was, I was like, wow. Why hasn't the cool. two camera thing been used in and phones and stuff. I just can't believe we haven't that, that Nintendo's pioneering the 3D. Hand well, hand. you don't have a 3D screen. I know. It's, why is Nintendo doing this? I, that's so cool. Well, that's because you have a 3D screen companies. now. Yeah, but he, I'm just saying. Nintendo I'm surprised usually Nintendo's pioneering the the 3D screen in th- general. Think about. It. I mean, there there have been 3D devices. Like I've been to CES for like the last four years. I've seen a 3D screen that doesn't require glasses. Mm-hmm. The problem is varied angles. You look at it, you're like, oh, that's cool. It doesn't require glasses. Then you step one step to the left. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> awful. It looks like a lenticular like Hercules. Yeah, it's still like that. Or something. So 
they they just they took the technology that was out there and they applied it to the one place where it makes sense and nobody else kind of had a device that you hold in front of you and do stuff with. I mean, think mm -hmm. about a phone. You don't use it that way. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't second nature to use that. Yeah, the beauty of it is it just makes it so simple as well. Mm -hmm. like I, I didn't know I needed 3D until I sat down with 3DS and then mm -hmm. I realized, right. oh my God, I need this. And I just, mm -hmm. they, they make it seem so, so simple. That's Nintendo's, yeah, now, they've always done that. The thing, uh, uh, we don't know the technology behind the screen. The Nintendo hasn't come forth and said who's supplying it. And we've always figured it was going to be sharp. Because mm -hmm. Nintendo's already working with Sharp, and then as soon as Nintendo announced the 3DS in March next week, Sharp's like, hey, we have this 3D technology. So we're like kind of putting two to two together. Nintendo still hasn't gone on the record and who's supplying it. But now, when we were doing a video feature at Nintendo's booth, like in the behind the scenes, uh, we were filming stuff, and also a door opens up, and like 10 businessmen, <laughs> you know, business suits come out with Sharp electronics on the badges. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, there it is. Uh. So, I mean, Nintendo still hasn't. hasn't uh, uh, come forth. Did you guys get to see any of the, the 3D NES? Like, just Craig demos? Craig Which did. one? The 3D NES demos? Just oh, like yeah. So, <laughs> so it, cool. it was a bunch of systems that had demos, and one of them uh, was uh, just, it was called Classic Games. Mm -hmm. And it was a, a non-playable, but you could scroll through all the games that they had. Um, there were 18 NES and Super NES games, first party and third party, that they just pretty much just said, hey, what would happen if we pulled the sprites out or pushed the, the backgrounds back? Uh, Yoshi's Island was one. Uh, Super Mario I uh, played them. Um, Xevious was playable. Xevious was playable, <laughs> and that wasn't part of the, that was part of the group, but yeah. And that kind of worked as well, because Xevious has got the whole depth thing going on you got the, the ground so could they the just sky. yank the sprites forward in any game it looked pretty like, easy to do yeah wow. yeah they just so know they, the, they, their virtual console is going to be actually the, this was just a tech demo yeah so there was no reveal but, of this this being a final product yeah I mean, the brilliance of the system is that when when the psp came out everybody's like oh this is cool now now we can port all the ps2 games to the psp and there's you know new reason to enjoy those games now and they go 3ds is brilliant because it follows after the ds and you thought they'd done all that you know right. they'd imported like super mario 64 and let you play it on mm -hmm. the go but now they're going to redo <laughs> everything in 3d so we're yeah. going to get stuff like f-zero which like that game was born to be in 3d and you're yeah. going to get that on the go and oh my god i hadn't even thought about F Zero oh. GX and 3D. You just made my heart skip. Come on. That's going to be incredible. Now, the new thing, F Zero. The thing about this, this 3DS, right? Sure. Obviously, their biggest hook is the, the 3D technology, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a gimmick. It really doesn't add anything to the gameplay. Um, but a lot of the demos were showing some really cool things. Nintendo, you, know, you can flick the. <laughs> okay, you're allowed that one. That's what it. That's what it's called. Nintendo dogs plus cats, uh, where you can throw the ball or frisbee or um, boomerang goes out and the distance comes back. Um, that's not really adding to the gameplay, but they showed some games on tech demo. One of them was, oh, it was a cat on a pogo stick. I forget what it was called, but it was kind of cats this plus cats. Cats plus cats. There, we'll, we'll go with that one. Um, were you the one that did the article? That no, everything that was plus the, cats. That was the Brian. <laughs> I helped with it. You weren't in the de in the in the I'm, war room when we talked about The best one was the one that yeah. Mark did with the, the jaws with the, the little yeah. cat like, like, <laughs> like up love, in his mouth. I love Arthur's was uh, saw two plus cats, but he had Run Tum Tugger from the musical <laughs> Cats. <laughs> yeah. But back to the the tech so demo was uh, the pogo stick where you had to you had to jump from platform to platform, kind of going tw vertically, or you know the the world would kind of rotate around you but the thing is they had this they had the same display on the top and the bottom screen so you can actually play the game either from from no stereoscopic effect to stereoscopic effect if you tried to do it on the bottom screen you couldn't play it yeah because you did you couldn't judge cool. distances and uh too bad damon <laughs> damon had that failed. is a shame it did not work for him. i was it didn't work for him? the three no. didn't work he has bad astigmatism which i do as well that's really? the thing. wear contacts for bad could, astigmatism maybe you can use 
two 3DSs and crosses out oh. <laughs> <laughs> next to each other. Yeah, uh, uh, that was I was kind of like the the conk of the walk at, at E3 again, because everybody wanted to play. Everybody wanted to play 3DS. Do you love talking over me, dude? I'm gonna turn what off you your microphone in a second. Anyway, so everyone... Craig, I can't hear Sam. What? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uh, wanted to play the 3DS, so they were constantly coming up to me uh, saying, hey, get me behind the scenes. I want to play the game. Yeah. So everybody... Want, and I think Damon was the one person I really wanted to, to see, gauge his, his uh, impressions because, mm-hmm. you know, he's considered like a, a, a Nintendo hater, but he's really not. Um, so he was really excited to play it, but unfortunately, he's just like, I just can't, don't see the 3D effect. That's crazy. It's unfortunate. Oh, well. But I, because I do think that Nintendo will use that feature for puzzles and, and gameplay ideas. You know, they've always been really good at using whatever the core mechanic of their machines yeah. are and then applying them to gameplay concepts. Like, just look at the Virtual Boy, you know, which uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. obviously didn't work that well, but they did use the 3D effect in I'm like amazed their gameplay. There w- I'm amazed that there was not a, uh, a demo of, like, Virtual Boy games on there. That would have been funny. There I was the, there was the kiosk nearby that was handing out red 3D glasses. Oh, you could have so combined the over, two? <laughs> so you could go over to the 3DS and throw those on. Uh, <laughs> um, some, of the, some of the other tech demos they showed... Uh, well, the, the camera was really cool. Metal Gear looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Metal Gear looked really pretty. I mean, that yeah. looked better than any Wii game. Yeah. You and know, it looked good. Yeah. But what about uh, the other one that people were like saying, oh, this is amazing, was Star uh, not Star Fox, Star but Fox uh, looked awesome. um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil looked they great. They had a Resident Evil streaming video, as far as I can tell, yeah. was that they, we, we posted the, uh, the, the, the trailer online, Capcom had sent mm-hmm. it out. But I actually watched this trailer multiple times on the system, and first of all, the 3D effect wasn't that good. No. Uh, and and then some of the Nintendo reps actually ca- said that, like when they showed the game yeah. to me, they said, yeah, they still they you know they ran out of time. They were still experimenting with the 3D. Yeah, the, yeah. But the thing that did work was the, te- the the subtitles. They popped out, yeah. but everything else was kind of flat. Yeah. Now the, the the interesting thing about this was you can control the camera, you can zoom in and out or slide the camera mm-hmm. around while the thing was playing, but it did not affect the uh, uh, the, the the 3D models at all, which mm-hmm. leads me to believe that um, it's just streaming video of some game engine that they had, but it's not actually real-time in the system itself. Now, I was told by a developer... That game doesn't exist. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it, some, it's, it's definitely a game that we haven't seen before, so it wasn't, like, adapted from another title. Right. Um, but I was, I was told by a developer that it was indeed real-time, and I still wow. don't buy it. That's I still awesome. don't buy it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, you look at the trail. We have it running on the site. And well, I don't but if Metal Gear looks as good, and it is definitely yeah. running. Oh, there's time, no question about yeah. Metal Gear Solid. So that's you, awesome. You have the ability to move the camera really and cool. circle around and 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 you know zoom in and out. Uh, but it just it was amazing. Was Kid Icarus pretty? Uh, Kid yes. Icarus was not playable, but it had there was two trailers. There's one that we saw during the press conference, mm-hmm. but then there's a second system that had gameplay, okay. but still video, and it looks like Star Fox. Yeah. yeah. So you're behind the character running around, and you have the little um, reticule. Kind of into the sky and then fight like shooter style. Is that There's how it works? certain yeah. things you can sw- you know, swoop around in the caverns and stuff like that. I so it's very very Star Foxish. I thought actually in Star Fox the 3D effect worked really nicely because yeah. Fox is kind of hanging out in front of you in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Now I mean when I look at it, it looks like as if the closest object is aligned with the screen. It's not like literally popping out of the right. screen at you. So don't mm-hmm. you know. If you watch the the Iwata and Miyamoto trailer, there's no, <laughs> there's no plus cats coming out of the thing. <laughs> um, no, but the thing that is accurate is them getting sucked in. Oh yeah, yeah, 
that that, that happened that multiple, multiple times, times, man. Yeah. It was like getting but, annoying. I but swear. the but the little <laughs> the little you know the little fox ship like hovers right in the middle, and everything else is deep. It's kind of like looking through a window with yeah. a. Ship. And what all, yeah. what what helped that out was the the reticule of the the the, mm. the ship itself, the R wing. It was it was multi tiered. Yeah. So yeah. when you moved it, you actually could truly see how deep it was totally. going. Yeah. And it was really amazing. It's Did gonna you be guys cool. See it pop out at all, like forward, or is it only internal? No, it's only no. It's only no. There's it, it depends on the effect, just like in in 3D I, movies. Um, really? the, watching the trailers for uh, Legends mm. of the Guardians, where you know have the ha, you, you'll see their, them swoop out and they'll pop out, but if they get cut off by the edges of the screen, then it ruins the effect because yeah. you know yeah. you can't see. I didn't see that. I only saw it like the closest thing was kind of aligned with the window frame. You know, yeah. like that. Maybe it's just my the brain. The closest I ever got to it was one of the laser beams in the Kid Icarus trailer. Did it hit okay. you? Did yes. you duck? Oh. I did duck. There mm-hmm. was some. Uh, I'm trying to think which game it was. It was some dust, dust particles that kind of got shot mm-hmm. out, and it was pretty cool. Oh, so you're not nice. gonna get like a 3D Princess Leia hologram sticking out? No, of our no, 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 no. Not like our art representation of what the 3DS yeah, exactly. might look the like or Mario. Like yeah, yeah. No. it's not like that. No, no, but it is. It is pretty staggering when you look at it okay. because it it's not supposed to work, and somehow it looks really good. But the thing about the 3DS, as amazing as it was, there really wasn't too many playable demos. It was all, mm-hmm. you know, concepts. And I mean, they, they do say Pilot Wings Resort is going to be a full-fledged product, and that was one of the more pl- playable of the games. But it mm-hmm. it really played just like the um, Wii Sports Resort and flying. You mode. cruised around in it. Yeah, yeah. So the Wii Sports Resort Island is just the island. It's yeah. the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, I didn't it's have time to. Neat. I didn't really have time to kind of map out whether it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's using. But it's a volcano. And yeah. 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 But uh, I'm trying to think some of the, some of the but there were some demos that were just kind of crap. Like uh, <laughs> Ridge, Ridge, Racer was Ridge Racer was just garbage. It was really? just the, I think it's just the iPhone game, which is crap. Shock. It's, really, it's <laughs> really? a really crap port. But it wasn't just uh, it wasn't poorly playing. It was poor use of 3D as well. Where the car looked like it was. That was one of the things where if you know you're saying oh it doesn't pop out of the screen. The car was literally popping out of the screen and it was detached from the rest of the of the yeah, road. Except they must have done that in an afternoon. A drunk afternoon. <laughs> they must is, have got that one together. Do you know if that was a Western developer? Because the um, the like demos that were pretty crappy were the Western developed games, with the mm-hmm. exception of DJ Hero. Maybe they didn't have that much time. I mean, they, they don't. No, the that's the thing. Really they, they, I know the Japanese teams have uh, m- had much more time with the system than the Western developers. Yeah. Um, Ridge Racer was crap, which leads me to be that it was a it was a Western developer. And DJ Hero was you know a good DJ game, but it really didn't use the 3D all that much. That's the thing. I I think the the gadget games, the games that use plastic instruments, I always have a hard time but playing that's not them on instru- handheld. But that's so. not an instrument game. But DJ Hero has the turntable. No, but not on the 3DS. No, I know. Yeah. I'm saying like I always, <laughs> I never, I, I'm, I can never get excited about the, you know, the iPhone version of that. Guitar Hero because I want to play in a room. It's with my Tap Hero, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's and that's exactly what it was on the DS, mm-hmm. 3DS. Was this uh, the mechanics were you know scratch up and down or, or shift left, shift left, right? Yeah. It was a good use of the touchscreen, but it didn't really yeah. push the 3D technology right. at all. But then there was also Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, Paper Mario. That's amazing. Paper Mario was just a video. Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter wasn't even at the show. They announced it. Yeah. It, was just, it was just screenshots. But Paper Mario that that sounds like a game that could really use 3D yeah. to great but effect. But it looks like it wasn't uh, the the video that they were showing just looks like a sequel, and it didn't really look like it was using any sort of stereoscopic. Effect. Super, I mean, it was. Is it Super Paper Mario? Or is it just? It's just. It was uh, no. It was the RPG. Paper Mario yeah. RPG. Yeah. But uh, it looked like maybe they were going to bring that out to say we and are like oh let's make this one a. Uh, well, I'm sure that's uh, happening. Yeah. 
and then they're going to go back and and work with that a little bit. And I'm sure like some of the games we saw from US developers um, will now be adopted uh, adapted for 3DS. Don't yeah. you think? Like some other games that aren't like well, co-release co maybe yeah. held back for 3DS. I was you know t looking at uh, Donkey Kong, the retro Donkey Kong game that was announced at E3, mm -hmm. which we should get to soon. But uh, but I t asked the retro guys. I said I was playing it. It's a side-scrolling game, and you're actually jumping out into the distance a lot of levels. I'm like that seems perfect yeah, for 3DS. And they're like we're focused on Wii right now. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure how many of the Western developers actually, because I was speaking to, uh, of EA Sports, I think they announced FIFA and Madden, and I yeah. went to go and talk to them about it, uh, literally about half an hour after the press conference, and I told some of the people at EA Sports, they said, oh, really cool that um, FIFA's coming to 3DS, and they were like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's a Nintendo press conference, you just announced it. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, oh. So uh, it, we didn't know that. So it sounds like maybe because there's an iPhone version, maybe they'll just port it over and get put yeah, some it's, 3D it's effects very, on Yeah, it's very, whatever's going on with the EA Sports game, certainly, it's but very early days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they port the iPhone games, that's fine by me because they're going to play better with a stick. Yep. Oh, you know, absolutely. The, the stick actually felt really nice. And we, uh, we haven't even yeah. talked about that. It's called the slide pad. Yeah. And it's basically the analog version of, uh, well, the analog stick that, that's on the PSP. It's but called it's the slide pad? It's much, much, they call much it better. The slide <laughs> yeah, it's so much yeah. better. Uh, yeah, it's called the slide pad because it's not a stick. So does it feel like more less resistance than, I guess? The it's well, indented as well, so actually... And that's, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the yeah. thing. That's I think that what makes it work is because on the PSP, when you're, it's a nub, yeah. and you're pushing down on it, so it kind of gets kind of gets sticky. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the slide pad, you're actually Ooh. pushing against the concave of, of the Of course, the yeah, thing. the little walls. Yeah. yeah. That makes all, yeah, so much sense. It's very, very nice. Man, Nintendo and ergonomics. I'm a little worried that the crud's going to get it underneath a little lip, because like when you push it, you can kind of see inside the... Oh, yeah, I'm like Oscar the Grouch. We're not going to have any crud on ours. Right? <laughs> There's no, no crud in my lips, yeah. definitely. There's no crud in my house. Unless it comes out in that horrible teal first, then I'll have to paint it. No, none of the colors that they showed are official. Mm -hmm. um, they're just concepts right now. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there will be little changes here and there by the time the system comes out because those are just prototypes. They were horrible colors as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they, look, they like the I think they should the come out in red and green. The they, like the, they like the gradient colors because that's what all the uh -huh. systems were. There was, there was this, oh, this okay. just fading to like... One, it was a solid color, but it just kind of gradiented into the, you know, lettering Like darker. sunburst electric guitars? A little bit. Hey, by the, by the way, sunburst, yes. what was Steel Diver? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, good to point that one out. If for some reason, okay, so on the first day of the show, I was going through all the demos, and one of them was Steel Diver. And I'm like, this this is totally that tech demo that they oh, showed me yeah. in 2004. It's the where you're, Yeah, it's called Submarine, where uh, you, you, you go up and down using the slide controls uh, on the touchscreen so you're oh. you're not controlling it through any sort of like, like it is overly complex like, like controls like on yeah it's exactly uh -huh. so it's like oh Italian. it's like oh cool it's another tech demo they're just like you know, it's kind of just giving a nod to the to the ds and here's another tech demo we're just turning it 3d the 3d was spectacular it looked really? like you're looking at like an aquarium wow. um but then at the developer conference you're like oh you guys got to see steel diver I'm, you know this is my next project mimoto was saying this and i'm like <laughs> really you guys, I mean, this everyone, like, yeah, no one's like, oh, yeah, this is probably my favorite game of the yeah, show. Yeah, Craig, like, got like, shout what? outs from all these famous <laughs> guys like, about Steel Diver. Yeah. It's like Silent Hunter for the DS, which is just a crazy thing in itself. Wasn't Nintendo, didn't Nintendo do a submarine game, like one of their very first arcade games? I didn't, my history of Nintendo is not that. Oh, that was uh, ra Radioscope. Uh, yeah, it's not related to that in any way, is it? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. It was just, like, like I said, it was, an, it was originally just a tech demo for DS. And in fact, like, that was one of their first, like, you could download it when you were at E3 the next year, you could download it to your system through the, mm -hmm. the single cart thing. 
but from yeah, reading that stuff, I was like, man, this must be an amazing game. I can't <laughs> wait to hear about it from Craig. It's so and slow. Like, it's stupid. It's, I'm not saying it's stupid, but it's certainly not a good way of showing the system's capabilities because this really is just an old DS game that they ported over and and uh, made it 3D. But during my uh, interview with Miyamoto, he was like, yeah, this is my biggest project. I've been putting a lot of time into this thing. And he gave me like a little, I'm like, why did you do this on the, why do you think this is perfect for 3DS? And he's like, oh, there's this one feature we came up with that we're going to do that I can't really talk about. I'm like, can you give us a hint? Uh, I said, give me a hint. And he just kind of stood there and said, grinned at me. And he just kind of pointed and went, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> and I went, how do I put that down that into text? That was the text? best. You did well. It was really funny. <laughs> and I'm like, let, let it be known that Miyamoto it. pointed and went, psh. <laughs> voice recognition confirmed. Did he point out like He that? pointed at me. So I'm figuring that so like, maybe there's torpedoes coming out, out yeah. uh, you know, from the screen. I don't know. But it All was right. just like, that Steel Diver, okay, that's their big game at E3. Apparently, that's well, what Miyamoto is really proud about. I guess you haven't, we I'm haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go on record and say it was dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I played that. I yeah. played that for. I got off the Kid Icarus demo, yeah. and they threw me on that. And I said, uh, "No, no, no! I want to play a real game." No, it's not. It, I, I won't say go on the record and say it's dumb. It's just not a good showpiece during E3 no, when you want to. When you want, but when you want to be I, impressed, that's not a good game to impress yeah. you at E3. But the yeah. girl holding the game. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Did they hold it at chest level? Uh, I don't know, but I just kept on looking at her, going, "You." But, <laughs> by the way, you know what? Low self-esteem and daddy issues. <laughs> you know what game wasn't that impressive at E3 either? Pikmin 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got you know in so much trouble. Impressive? Pikmin 3 plus cats? <laughs> <laughs> I got into so much trouble. Like Right before the Miyamoto interview, they're like, you're not going to ask about I, uh, you're gonna ask about uh, Pikmin 3. And I said, no, it's not even on here. I, I really have my plan on it. And But like as the interview was going, I'm like, I need a f- final question to ask, like to cap off this interview. So I really was, my, my idea was just kind of like, I'm going to say two words, and you can give me any sort of response you want. And so I said, Pikmin 3. And then everyone's like, oh, I told you not to say anything. <laughs> so and I was like, he just kind of gives me the, the spiel. And then he says, well, uh, you know, the only thing I can say is it's coming for Wii. Yeah. And I went, all right, cool. But then as we're going out, it's like, I told you not to say anything about Pikmin 3. He's really, he doesn't want to talk about that. And I went, well, is come on, everyone wants to know about it. 3DS, because I had a cool uh, Pikmin, just a little still from it, uh, from Pikmin's. Not sure which one it was, but on it the 3DS. Really cool 3DS. Yeah, they they th- that was one of the tech demos where they yeah. kind of just pulled like the the Super Mario Galaxy 2 yeah. box art. It wasn't like they that mm. that model that where, where Yoshi's kind of flying out there with yeah. Mario on top. That you can actually rotate that around and mm. and uh, in 3D 3D models to oh, show cool. the um, show the sh- the light that like, source. You, the, the you are Mr. Gay. <laughs> two, okay, two, not one. You can almost excuse him for not showing Pikmin three because they showed so much else. Oh yeah, like they have to hold something yeah. back for yeah. TGS. Plus, I wonder if it's going to show next year because obviously the game of the show is going to be uh, Smash Brothers for the 3DS. So, <laughs> well, that was, uh, <laughs> well, that was one of the things that the, yeah, you definitely need to have Smash Brothers on it. That, that stick, absolutely. There's Man. no question. Ooh, but. But uh, what was I going to say? Now it. my train of thought is completely lost because yes, Smash I know. Brothers now you're thinking about Smash Brothers. What huh? about uh, what about the double double sevens? Goldeneye. We haven't talked about that. Oh yeah, Goldeneye. Uh, but that's not 3ds. Uh, we haven't. We, we, have, we, we can haven't move on to Wii. Yeah. Well, we moved past Wii. I thought. Yeah. Move <laughs> <laughs> on to Pikmin three. Oh yeah, Pikmin three. That was uh, well. The, the, what was going for the de- the tech demo was yeah. the the 3d models, and that was really cool. But yeah, Goldeneye looked cool. Oh, yep. Looked fun. Goldeneye caught, caught behind closed doors. They weren't showing the single player. But then again. Did you get the single-player experience? Oh, yeah, you're English. T- tell us about GoldenEye. What, what should I know about GoldenEye? <laughs> oh, you didn't do the oh, hands-on. C- because I'm best mates of James Bonds. Bond. I yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, he, he's, hasn't, he's been tight-lived about that kind of stuff. He's uh-huh. <laughs> got a lot in his mind, you know. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I didn't actually go and see it because, to be honest, I'm not that bothered by a Goldeneye remake. It's like the right. original Goldeneye is great. Uh, I'm not sure about revisiting it in this way. Is gonna. But you're not re- revisiting it. That's the thing. You're just revisiting the idea of the the story and the fact that it's a first-person shooter, and that's it. Everything else is completely different. But there are, I mean, I saw scenes in the trailer where you're shooting from the tower, and it looked like just... There's lots of wings and nods, but the gameplay itself is completely different. It's not actually recreating anything from the game. So is this any different from any other, the stupid Bond stuff that they've tried to follow up? It feels it feels like more like a lot of Bond games since no, but this one feels more like old night. I, I played it as like odd job against yeah, uh, you can throw hats and jaws, and yeah. it did feel odd closer to old night. Shouldn't play as odd jobs bands. So no, he's not anymore. It's it's not cheesy anymore. Okay, and I I mean I picked him because I wanted to win, but I realized that it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, it it. You don't know, right? You, I thought Eurocom did, did some pretty competent Bond games in the past. They were never amazing. They were never as good as Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, they, they've learned the, the Wii technology through Dead Space Extraction. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the storytelling in Dead Space Extraction was, I mean, fantastic. Like you, mm-hmm. When the characters are talking to each other, it's like well acted and well, mm-hmm. uh, lots of body language and, and uh, lip motion. But, and they applied that to Goldeneye. So there's going to be a good story. And like, you're always seeing your, your, your perspective through Daniel Craig's Bond character's eyes. Mm-hmm. So the characters are talking to you and it's like the storyline, the, the <coughs> storytelling is way, way superior than I, what it was. I got to say our media on our site, I think it looks so ugly. Really? It's, Again, if you if you you basically have you know rose tinted glasses that oh and the N sixty four version looked amazing and oh then it's I like, don't think so <laughs> I just think games on you know Rage looks amazing oh and yeah see, and to see Goldeneye just like why would I play well this? come on you know the what technology though? is completely I, I played Goldeneye multi- multiplayer and it took me really like one split second to get used to the controls yeah. it, it used the original Did you control have to scheme use the face buttons to control it no <laughs> no but you know i used the analog stick and i didn't it wasn't using the pointer so i know actually i was on the classic control yeah yeah, yeah and it, it worked perfectly like i immediately got into it and was like you didn't use the abxy to, to, to aim with no, just like old no old it times. was it was set up for me <laughs> he's trying to <laughs> i'm not <laughs> you know what i mean though like yeah that's what you, you had the do. ability to two, do that yes but no we you didn't do that yeah no it, and if it, it, it felt good mm-hmm. it felt fun it was it was cool it's not my top wanted game but i i could see how that could be the life of a party to bring out kind of like classic goldeneye yeah i think it's got that stigma though it's like mm-hmm. oh you know goldeneye is going to be this fantastic n64 game and but it's coming out this generation which the wii is well below you know the xbox 360 and ps3 standards for first person shooters so yep. you kind of have to you know you know put your blinders on and go okay this is good for wii mm-hmm. but it's yeah. not going to be good for four it's like split, split screen right it's like the hottest girl in high school when you go back to the 10 year reunion <laughs> she was in a hot dog eating contest <laughs> you know for the last 10 years yeah. yeah for the last 10 years you know it's like i got her in high school yeah but mm-hmm. another classic reborn on the wii which is i think is done which i'm really really excited towards nba Jam. oh my god that was like close to my She's game of the show fire. it's so cool like, I'm, I'm british i don't understand basketball but nba jam is just something else it's oh like yeah phenomenal. it's just quick to pick up and play and it plays just like the old arcade games but with the 3d <laughs> 3d technology it's bill clinton nah team might be in it but no, the yeah, they, they, I they saw were showing. Somebody play yeah, we were, we play were, as Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah. you and I were there. We Wait, the Teen Wolf, play. actual Teen Wolf, or no, just like a mascot? No, it was a hey. mascot for the Timberwolves. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's Teen Wolf! The no, they, I saw <laughs> the I saw the raptor. Um, yeah. The interesting, they were they did those those mascots on NBA Showtime, which is kind of the spiritual successor to the original NBA yep. Jam. So they had mascots in there, but they were fully 3D modeled. But in NBA Jam on the Wii, since the heads are still just photos. It looks really weird when you have the mascots. So they're still photo heads, so like they're kind of rotating chunkly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, it's still the great. That you can play. It was awesome. yeah. it was really cool. It, it, there was one thing missing: cats. 
Oh yeah, cats. I'm sure there's a cat in there. Absolutely. Cats in there. No, but it, it, was, it was cool. If any develop, uh, member of the development team of NBA Jam put a cat in there and make everyone happy. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll and make Raid right in a playable character. <laughs> and the Clintons. Nice. The Clintons will be in there. They're public. They be. Yeah, they, they're going to be in there. We haven't talked about the biggest game of all yet. It Which sucks. is new carnival games. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> top seller, baby. Oh, Elliot. actually, I mean, it will be a top seller. It's, it's oh, funny, yeah. like nobody will ever talk about carnival games or just dance, but these are like no. two yeah. of like but the just mega just dance has been in the top ten. Yeah, yeah just dance has like been in. I think it's a bigger phenomenon in uh, in Europe than it was over here. I'm wondering it what's selling. Actually, sold that, one is and it a half million copies in the U.S. What's alone. selling? Just is it is it is it is it because it's a Lady Gaga song? It is the title, just dance. Yeah, from Lady Gaga, and people just go. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But All right. I'm gonna just dance. Like, but harmonics it's... obviously can't dance central. I don't think dance central's a reaction to just dance, but I'm sure sure it helped. Very different yeah. though. I mean, yeah. just dance central is actually a good game, and it's <laughs> it, no, it's really cool. And like I, I respect Ubisoft for bringing out just dance. It is a game that you unleash on any party, and people who don't play games will absolutely love it. And mm. that's because you don't know if the game knows what you're doing. Like you're, you're yeah. dancing in front of the screen, you're having fun, yeah. and you're getting like, woo, 100 points, yeah. 200 points, yeah. you know, like your little meter is filling, you're like, I'm not sure if I'm doing anything <laughs> right, but it works for a party, whereas yeah. like, yeah. I think harmonics is going to be a bit more accurate, and you're going to feel really or terrible it's gonna about be, yourself. Or it's going to be, you're going to have this disconnect, because mm -hmm. you're doing the moves, and you see yourself on the screen, but the, the game itself isn't matching oh, you no, up with what's going on, and so see, like you can't, it can't finagle that would, it. That would be the risk, yeah. but harmonics actually did it. Did it. Okay. I think yeah. Everyone. I, everyone seemed pretty high. Did you high play, did you play it and try to fail? Just this like, just kind of do oh. something. No, I didn't try that, but th I think this is gonna kill DDR. <laughs> you, you will, I think yeah. DDR is done. Oh, that definitely. That's you will DDR. fail in Dance Central. Putnam Whipple played Dance Central. He did not play it properly. <laughs> but the, and the Avatar screwed up. Dance Central. Ooh, uh, I don't know. That'd I know harmonics. You know, I mean, the, the obviously rock they, band. They, there they is make going to be version. a Wii version, but mm -hmm. it's going to be very different from the Connect one. Because yeah, it's not going to have that camera. You're going to you're going to tape the Wii modes to your arms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your legs. Like you have to have four. Is Wii there going to be a uh, Dead Central? One? I'm sure. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't tell Putnam Whipple if it was coming to Wii. <laughs> Guitar Hero was too popular. Oh, God, we didn't talk about this yet. Uh, <laughs> Scott Bromley dressed up in a horrible, horrible suit. The, <laughs> the uh, Nintendo Quest, I have Quest character. Of right. Putnam. So his name is now... His name Putnam Whipple. Okay. Yes. Doesn't sound very European. Oh, but it sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's all about accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Eastern European. Man. I know many rumors. Paris the one that's supposed to be saying that. He is, uh, but he he went out on the show floor, played a whole lot of games. You know, he went to go uh, play Def Jam Rap Star and rap to Salt and Pepper's uh, Push It. You know, Putnam Whipple here, and I have a quest. I mean, the lesson learned from the show is we all had to stand in line to get into the Connect demos. Putnam Whipple just walks up and gets in the doors. Just everything, everything. You, yeah. If you ever really, you just walk right out. Walked into everything, dressed in this costume that I had, this ridiculous costume, and you'll you'll see the video when it's up. But I walked to every demo, and they're just like, "Come on in, come on stage, do whatever you want." Because at the Microsoft booth, they had everyone behind these fish bowls, and you had to wait hours yep. to get inside. And then I just go up and I knock on the door, and be like, "Why are you inside here, like cage?" And then they just open the door, like, "Come in here, play Connectables." You had a little man purse with you too. I right? had a. I what had did a you have in there? I had a fanny pack full of hard-boiled eggs. Oh. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so whenever he was playing a game, he would just start eating a hard-boiled egg when he st- when he got bored. Oh. <laughs> and he would hand it to the dancers, and oh, yeah, it was boy. it was a oh, fun boy. little skit. So for all the people that 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 were at E3, game game or <coughs> thing of the show, what, what would you say? <laughs> 3DS. I mean, I walked away from the show only thinking 3DS, and that that's that. I want that thing. Yeah. Then beyond that, I just I was impressed with just the high polish of everything. You know, looking at stuff like Rage, even you know the new the new Call of Duty actually looks like an Infinity Ward Call of Duty yeah. quality title. Um, Dead Space Two was ridiculous. Need for Speed was awesome. Portal Honestly, 2. a ton of uh. stuff. Portal Two, a ton of stuff at at EA's booth looked really really good. Um, loved Portal. Uh, I I got to see the yeah. last demo of we the show. Were, we were in the last demo with with awesome. Scott, and it's just I mean the writing is so clever on yeah. the on the characters. I was so worried about them you just monster. ruining Portal for me, yeah. and then mm-hmm. they did the perfect thing. Like they blew me away. Yeah. My it's only so funny, my only so gripe cool. with that demo that we watched was the voice of the eyeball. Oh, it, it needs oh, to be because yeah. he's British. No, well, not that he's British. It's just too out front and it like just, kind of. Like, it's not robotic enough. Because yeah. the eyeballs at the end of Portal One were robotic. Yeah, and they they need to keep that. So. If yeah. they change that, I thought the I, stuff he said was hilarious. The stuff he said is hilarious. Don't watch me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Oh god, one of those turrets. Okay, avert your eyes. Be quiet. <laughs> no, it was uh, that I, was I good. But the, yeah, yeah I missed the, the demo. I have to check it out what, on the site. I missed the demo, so I'm gonna have to check it out on the site. What did I mean? C- can you pick one game that was the game of the show for you? No, I guess it's so difficult. There's so many awesome things, and ideally it'd be a 3DS game because that's the stuff that blew yep. me away the most. Yeah. But I can't yeah. say because I'd probably would say Pilot Wings Resort, but that was like a two mini game thing, as exactly. you said. From, it was yeah, all about the hardware with that thing. Really, there was no. That's why I'm like most of my time was dedicated to just covering the 3DS and all the interviews and stuff like that. So I didn't get a chance to see a lot from the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, even though I was big on the 3DS, I wasn't big on any specific game on the 3DS. Yeah. It was all a no. tech demos, cool demos, but I really want to see what people are going to be doing with that 3D tech. Are How they doing an event that, that we're going to see more? Oh, of? well, we, the games, the things not coming out. Well, they're saying March 2011 is when we're going to have it in our hands. So anything before that, but we don't mm-hmm. know if it's coming out before Christmas. Is uh, and I didn't get to play Donkey Kong Country. Was that? Yeah, right. it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a, it's such a weird um, disconnect from Metroid Prime. Uh-huh. Is Funky Kong in it? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys know what they're doing, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And Epic Mickey was cool too. Epic, so. Epic Mickey, yeah, was that was pro- yeah, stuff. that was my game best selection for game Wii game of the year. Mm-hmm. Probably getting the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two D I love the two D yeah. levels are great, but even the other stuff doesn't look so hot. What are you talking about? The cutscenes that are that oh the, are like, the flashy cutscenes. They're, like, yeah. they're like Mary Blair paintings. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Those are cool. Awesome, and they it is the old old the three D levels. The to story me, of that game is great, though. To me, it felt like you don't Magical know what the story Kazooie, is. Kazooie, like the whole. Oh, I was talking like... to the guy. Oh, really? He told me. He well, that's, that's a pulled me in. Yeah. The demo guy. I asked him about. Oh yeah, that, I guess they, I was they, asking the right questions. Well, there were there were certain they, they were they were hinting certain things Quish. like the idea of the concept is you know like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Mickey gets in trouble, causes things to happen, and he has to go you know and it's fix all about, it. It's all about Oswald being pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know that. Yeah. But in terms of why why uh, Mickey is all drippy and stuff like that, they haven't even yeah, addressed they haven't that revo- yet. It's just Oswald getting his revenge yeah. on, on the. I know what it is. He could have. Yes. What? It's cats. Yeah. We have uh, I don't know like. Questions. Eight minutes to to get through some of the can questions. I, we have can questions. I talk about? This oh, you want to do quick? a shout out? Yeah. Okay. Right. So a reader a reader named Liam Davenport, uh, who works at Sirius XM Satellite Radio, sent <laughs> sent us an autographed copy of Katy Perry's "Just One of the Girls" or whatever. <laughs> and and uh, I just wanted to thank him because he knows he knows the way to my heart. And <laughs> as a lifelong Sirius Satellite uh, Radio subscriber, I was thrilled to know that I have someone in that building who can give nice. me a So I gave it to the right person. Yes. He sent it to, directly to me and I'm like, 
I really don't know who this person is, but as soon as I handed it to you, you were like, your eyes completely lit up. Yeah. And went, oh, my God. I, I sent him an email. I was like, dude, if I'm in New York, can I go to Sirius and get a tour? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Like, can we go to Stern? And he said, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, there's a shocker. I listen to Stern every day. Yeah, so uh, to get to your emails addressed at least on the podcast send it send an email to nvc at ign.com and also if you want to send uh, mock-ups of mock-ups of game covers featuring plus cats plus cats yeah. yes yeah. nvc at IGN. i'm sure we're gonna get a lot of that yeah plus like cats craig harris plus cats craig harris plus cats <laughs> our podcast could use some cats yeah yeah yeah, we need some more stuff for our walls too. Yeah. Yeah. We've, got a, we've got a, we've there's got a couple. No, there's no, Actually, there I might any, not even have a chance to. On the wall? Where's the? There's an email I had that was the, that was. Uh, there's Game staple. Scoop art. The there's Game Spy debriefings art. Yeah, they got I mean, all the all the podcasts except for the three red lights. The NVC podcast is podcast getting. Beyond. I didn't even bring it. Oh man. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'll we'll next week. I had I had some fan art. Actually, it wasn't really fan art. It was Mario and Luigi, but they look like porn stars. How about fan art? <laughs> How about fan art of uh, there was that really cool drawing that that one. Yeah. Uh, Koopaling. Oh, I, I think you were out of town when we talked. Yeah, about we that. we oh. were actually it was going to be posted on the wall, but we haven't uh, didn't have any tape to do it. So. Well, that's I mean unsurmountable obstacle <laughs> there. <laughs> getting, getting tape in an office building. Oh yeah. Well, I figure once things calm down after let's, you three, we'll get. Let's see if we can address, address <laughs> this at the end of the year. All right, first question. This is actually for Pear. Uh, I was w- just wondering how long it takes for an announced system to get its own channel on IGN. Do you wait until the system actually comes out, or should we expect a dedicated 3DS channel sooner rather than later? Yeah. Do, that, that's the good question, because it really is just an upgrade of the DS. It's still a DS mm-hmm. system, but the problem is, if it's not, you know, we, we, to host the 3DS stuff, it would mix it in with the regular DS stuff, and that's a good question. Well, I mean, we're thinking about that yeah. one. It's It's not... And it's the same issue we had with something like WiiWare and you know Game, Boy Advance, Game, Game Boy. Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, all those. For now, we're thinking that we're going to bundle the DS platforms in one channel because it's kind of like if you're into 3DS, you're probably into DS games as yeah. a whole. And if you're and into you can DS, play you, DS, you're going to lo- be looking forward to 3DS. And we don't want you to have to jump through hoops right. to find that. But hopefully, we'll oh, have yeah, so. by the time that system mm-hmm. comes out, our technology, underlying technology, will be easier to sort and stuff like that. Yep. Hopefully, so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Paul Pacto asks, uh, how does the slide pad on the 3DS feel? Uh, all existing like a piece of plastic. All existing Nintendo analog sticks have that octa- octagonal uh, boundaries to the player as tactile point of reference. In this case, with the slide pad, is merely a circular inset. And mm. I believe it's just circular. Yeah, like, I don't you remember. Can, you can rotate around, and it doesn't go clack, clack, Yeah, I remember being sucked. No, it didn't do clack, clack, clack. Yeah, but, yeah. So, yeah, it feels really nice. We addressed it already, but I think it's a really... Good feeling. Does analog. it slide off center then, or do you just tilt it? Tilt? Like, do you tilt it to do that, or do you act, you actually do slide it, it like off center? No, like, it okay. slides. I'm yeah. sure the underlying technology is the normal, whatever they use in the regular analog stick to kind of you know gauge what what the x and y coordinates is. But um, it's yeah, you it doesn't doesn't tilt at all. It's just kind of cool. pushing around. So yeah, uh, I've been reading. Comp- this is from Tay Cook. Uh, I've been reading conflicts reports of the 3D 3DS effect slider. Does it simply adjust the intensity intensity of the effect or the positioning of the stereoscopic images? Someone said you can adjust it while you move the system towards or away from you, leading me to, to believe it's the latter. Can you shed some light on this? Now the slider itself is kind of weird because you know the old the DSI for the volume control they were using digital switches. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, why didn't they just use digital switches? You know, tap up, you know, to to increase the 
the 3D effect or tap down yeah. to, to de decrease it or it to turn it so off. Much better. But the slider, um, it, I was like, oh, but they're using a slider because it's a, a mechanical thing. You know, you're oh. actually forcing it, but it's not. It's, it's not mechanical. It's not mechanical. I actually like the slider. Um, I, I, oh, I, I liked it. It just felt like you could do it. Quicker, yeah. like yeah. you know, to go between the settings and find the ideal ones, rather mm -hmm. than the tabbing, where where you wouldn't know if you actually adjusted anything right. because it was so slight. Like yep. when you have I a totally physical. Now object. I don't know what the uh, what, what what it's affecting. Like I mean, no. maybe it is mechanical. Once you've once you've adjusted no. the thing, then it no, it, it it's telling it what the screens what to do. You're not actually pushing it and cranking the screens together yeah. away, like the, <laughs> like the old uh, uh, Virtual Boy. You're not doing that. Yeah. It's just you're moving yeah, it, you and then it affects it. Yeah, I think a so lot of people thought a lot of people thought it was layered uh, layered displays. What it is. Is actually it's a it's a parallax screen on top that that bends the light to the yeah. left and the right so that your right eye sees something different from the left. If you think about a lenticular thing on like a DVD box, it's yeah. similar where one eye sees one thing. And yeah, like you know, gold stickers, like, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's not like ranges, that. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. It's not the same. But, it's, but it's it's similar, but that not the does same. the same thing, right? It sends light two different directions. Yeah. You're sending using plastic, but this does it using tech. So Two different images yeah. are right in front of you, but yeah. the left eye sees one. Once the, the system comes out, and then the the these tech sites are going to you know, take a system and break it out. You can they'll, they'll be able to show you what it's going to happen. So, but yeah, the um, it it was. I thought the slider was important because some of the games, like if if there's really intense 3D, like you could bring it down a little bit, and like sometimes you know sometimes it was a little. Like it could jitter a little bit yeah. if you have something protruding really far. Well, and, and like dialing it back would kind of yeah, it, it, I, I, I dialed it back more a couple times during Star Fox. Yeah, yeah, I found I found myself like you know I was like oh if I'm gonna play a 3D game I want it all the way up, but I was like no. you know midway through yeah. the game I'm like oh I'll slide it down just midway and I'm like oh it's perfect that's I don't need it Wait, all the way. Whereas like if you had a 2D side scroller you could probably comfortable crank it up all the way and yeah. play the entire game. Like some of the more intense 3D games, it felt a little more comfortable on the eyes to have yeah. it kind of middle or three quarters. So maybe they'll have suggested settings. Take Maybe. a break after. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll have that same warning on the Virtual Boy box. So you have to be over seven because wow. your eyes are still forming. And <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Really? Reggie said that. If yeah. you are a zygote. <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to read this one. I like the cuts of the eyes. Stereo vision haven't been proven on this humans. Is, this isn't much of a question, but uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Carl Baker. Uh, hey guys, first off, I would like to say that it was a really awesome meeting Craig at E3 this year. I was standing in line for 3DS on the last day when he walked by. Cool. He's probably my f top favorite writer in the gaming journalism world. Well, I don't know. Wrong? I don't. I, I mean, you might not agree with that <laughs> last is part. Wrong with that kid? Yeah, exactly. But it was. Yeah, I do totally remember that. I was walking by and he called me out and said, cool. "Hey, you know." Craig does use the term "top favorite" a lot. Top favorite. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Aldo, Adolf Vega. I remember this guy from GameScoop. Uh, does the 3DS have multi-touch input similar to the iPhone? What about built-in rumble for Star Fox 64? Any world on 3, 3G service? Number one, uh, it's single-touch. It's the same technology as the regular DS. They're not going to change that because of compatibility issues. Uh, there was no rumble, though, because you know, like, everything was tethered. So like if someone kicked the cable at the, at the right time, it felt like it was a rumble. Oh, so you had your own personal rumble? All right, well, I mean, right. if you were on the show floor at 9.30 on Friday, on Friday, no, oh, Sunday yeah, night, yeah. there was a little tremble. Yeah. A little earthquake. 5.9. I was on 13th Or if the girl at the other but, end of the leash would jump up and but down. Craig, I mean, you could conceivably a create a rumble pack just, just like you could. And the, you know how crappy the, the rumble pack is on the DS? Yeah. It, it, makes, it makes more noise and it makes rumbles. So that was the terrible. one in the Game Boy slot, though, right? Yeah. What about, yeah. like, if they actually created a real pack? That There's no expansion port on that thing. But you could you could create a, a cartridge that sticks out, right? Like uh, you, you, can, you, can, you can put it in the SD card slot, I suppose. Yeah, it's still kind of janky. All but right, well, rumbling might shake the screen and then you would fall in. <laughs> the 3D effect would be That's ruined. what the home button does. Everyone's saying, what does the home button do? That sucks you in like the other. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's oh, why they wouldn't the feature. Yeah. You right. know what the other feature no one was talking about? The, uh, the infrared port on the system. 
you know, they they they, they spun the system around on a big screen, and there was a little window thing. And I actually asked uh, Kono what it was, and he's like, "Oh, it's infrared." Oh. Um, but no one's talking about that. Data so. exchange. Yeah. 3D remote well, control it, it, app. the pedometer stuff. And oh, so yeah. you can yeah. show your Pokemans. Yeah, yeah. Exa- that's exactly what it is. So, mm-hmm. well, we are beyond the uh, beyond uh, the hour hour mark, and this thing crashes at like an hour three. So, well, that's get us a new laptop pair so we can have a like a two hour podcast. No, we can just use some tape and extend it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> There's no tape in this building. <laughs> so, uh, so our podcasts are back on regular schedule for uh, well, uh, on first for, for Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. It's for for mo- oh yeah, we're <laughs> this is not the regular day. But what did you did you want to plug your podcast? I yeah, don't think well, a lot of yeah, US give a big shout out to the yeah, IGN UK yeah. podcast. It's every Friday. Uh, you'll be able to find it on the site. So, yeah, come and check us out. We are there every week. Cool. What okay. is it called? Uh, IGN UK Podcast. That's a great that's name. That's clever. Nice yeah. Yeah. So clever. It's yeah. the IGN UK. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Ignat. us on Twitter. At and, they, and they curse a lot. Mm-hmm. They do. Because do they don't do care about that explicit uh, label that we apparently we're not allowed to have so, that on there. Yeah. So I'm on an explicit podcast. I know you are. On Games by the Briefings. Anyway, so we're going to run out of time here. So thanks, Pear. Sam. Thank you. Scott. Martin. Thank you. Plus Thank you. I'm Craig, and we'll see you next week. Plus cats.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.